said in the news today, go to Africa to see a gorilla. Live. Find one easily in Springfield, Illinois, at the residence of Abraham Lincoln. End quote. But love is patient. And love is kind. Active goodwill. Not just passively accepting, but actively showing kindness. Lincoln never responded to the slander. But when, as president, he needed a secretary of war, he chose Stanton to be his secretary of war. The guy that called him a gorilla. The guy who said, you can go to Africa. Why go to Africa? We can see an ape right here at Abraham Lincoln's house. He made him the secretary of war. When his incredulous friends asked Lincoln why he had done that, he replied, because he's the best man. Years later, as the slain president's body laid in state, Stanton looked into the coffin and said through his tears, here's what he said, there lies the greatest ruler of men the world has ever seen. His animosity was finally broken by Lincoln's long-suffering, non-retaliatory spirit. Patient love won out. God's word says love is patient. Love is kind. And then I love these two. Love isn't jealous. Love isn't jealous. I accept you even when you are more successful than me, more prominent than me, more recognized than me, more rewarded than me. I'm for you. I always have been. I always will be. I rejoice in your success. I will not have a jealous attitude toward my brother. I will not let his success sour my love. I will revel in it. Love is not jealous. And then this. Love does not... Um, brag, it is not arrogant. So, I accept you when you're more successful than me. Some of you need to let go of your jealousy and envy toward your brothers. But I also accept you when you're less successful than me. I'm not, I, don't, I won't brag, I'm not arrogant. I am for you. I will not make you uncomfortable by boasting in my success. I will not highlight my life in a way that embarrasses or belittles you. And then finally, love bears all things, it believes all things, it hopes all things, it endures all things. On the major's action, on the minor's acceptance, in all things love. Say it, in all things love, say it. Or as the theme passage says, let all that you do be done in love. Listen, men. Of the themes that men have known, one, supremely stands alone. Love is the theme. Love is supreme. Sweeter it grows, glory bestows, bright as the sun, ever it glows. Love is the theme. It's the eternal theme. And you're not God's man, and you're not acting like a man if everyone who knows you isn't saying he is growing in love. So bow with me, please, in a word of prayer, in love. Father, we come before you in the strong name of your Son, Jesus. We just want to say to you, Father, that you have, by your Spirit, convicted us that the greatest failures in our life are failures to love. Forgive us, God, for the lowliness and the littleness of our attitudes toward one another. 
Forgive us, God, for our harshness and our insistence that men be for us what only Jesus Christ can be. Grow us in love, God. Grow us in love, we pray. Let all that we do be done in love. Let our watching be in love. Let our standing in firm in the faith be done in love. Good morning. Let our being strong be done in love. All right, Dad. I got a question for you. Is all right? Huh? Okay. So, why is it so hard for men to channel their um, their intensity into the right things? Well, first of all, let's just acknowledge that God made men with a capacity to be intense yeah. that exceeds the capacity in most instances of the fairer sex. Yeah. And and uh, men are, were made by God to lead, to take mountains, to protect, to fight for. To men, men have a big job, just like women do. Yeah. And, and with that intensity, though, comes because we're fallen, because we're broken, because of sin, we tend to get intense about the wrong things. And every man knows the shame of seeing his God-given strength expressed in a way that isn't protecting, isn't preferring, isn't loving, isn't leading, but is actually hurting and tearing down the very things that he cares the most about. And so men with intensity directed in the wrong way are, you know, we can be pretty dangerous. Yes, we can. And that's why I'm so excited about this book. You know, we very rarely, me and you, talk about a book sitting here. Yeah, right, right. But, like, I'm doing this with my small group. I got this Act Like Men book, and we're going through this together. And I'm so excited about this, and I really want our viewers at home to be able to get this in their hands. Well, you know, I've been a pastor for almost 30 years, and I spend so much of my time uh, dealing with uh, the fallout of men who are in the ditch, off track. And, and so I did, this isn't a bunch of sermons made into a book. I sat and wrote out of 30 years of my own life, my experience, trying and failing and trying again to be the man that God wants me to be. This isn't in any sermon. You can't order that. Uh, this is all written out in a study format. It, men can feel overwhelmed by a book, but it's, it's actually filled with God's Word, and it's 40 separate studies, one at a time. Every one of them is life-changing. Amen. And we're going to tell you how you can get that right now. We'd like to send you the new book by James McDonald, Act Like Men, 40 Days to Biblical Manhood. Discover how to become the man God created you to be and learn how he can transform your life in ways you never imagined possible. Act Like Men is a book that every husband, son, and man should own, read, and live. Call now and ask for the Act Like Men book when you give a gift of any amount to walk in the Word. And by supporting this ministry with a gift of $100 or more, we'll also send you Straight Talk, Loving Your Neighbor. You'll also receive, as a bonus, the Valentine's Date Night DVD. Call 800-545-6800 or go now to jamesmcdonald.tv. Now, we know that was a heavy message today, and we preached it because uh, there's heavy content in the Word of God. And uh, we want you to know at home that we love and care about you, and we're really thankful that you're watching the program. Don't you kind of relate to, um, I appreciate what you just said, yeah. and don't you kind of relate to what Paul said in Galatians? He said, am I now your enemy? Because I tell you the truth. And I want you to know that um, I'm bringing the truth to you faithfully as we're attempting to do. Um, is uh, 
an immense responsibility that we take very, very seriously. So we love you, and uh, let's stay in the scriptures together. And that's where we find God's path and God's plan for our lives.
Hello, yellow, hello, 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 hello. We're going to listen to the song. This song is not for you. If you never cried a river or had your heart broken too, this song is not for you. If every day you wake up the skies are blue. If you got food to 
eat a place to sleep and things will come out okay. I say do 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 Anybody there? Yeah, I'm here. All righty. That's what I'm talking about. Speed up, speed up. Yes, sir, Bob. Welcome <laughs> to the Prayer Shift in Ministries. Woohoo! And here's the other one. Woohoo! She looks like she's ready for a fight, people. Ha! Got her neck wrapped up and everything. She's ready to give a blow and take a blow.
who's doing well in beauty school. The last two exams, she got over 90. She got 90 and up on both of them. My oldest child is going to school for hair. Give her, you know, continue to give her strength, guidance, and and the styles to give her people. For these things, I do thank you, and I praise you. Thank you for all that you're doing in my freshman's life. Continue to keep us and guide us in your will, in your way. Thank you, and amen. Amen, amen. All right, that's what I'm talking about. Get a man upstairs some thanks. Saying, you know, Lord, can you look out for me here? Lord, I just appreciate you. That's what I'm talking about. So that's a conversation with God. Get it up, Sajaka. Oh, Lord. Anybody else want to have a conversation out loud with the Lord on the line? A prayer in ministry line. Yeah, Mm-hmm. I guess my child want to have one, so she's sitting up here bothering me. Since she's bothering them people. I don't want to be bothered with your foolishness this early. Wow! Mm-hmm. And the vitamins ain't even kicked in yet. Anybody else out there on the line? Yeah, Ash Morgan is Tyresa is coming tomorrow. I no Morgan is Tyresa coming tomorrow. No, because I'm barely coming tomorrow. No, because I don't want to be there. I mean, I'm barely coming tomorrow. Okay, attitude of gratitude, please. Attitude of gratitude. Get up to expression. Hey, all righty then. Let's keep this ship afloating. So you got a prayer this morning? Say what? Then you got to open and pray this morning. Father, all the praise and all the glory goes to you forever and ever. I thank you, Father, for this day and for allowing us to be able to enjoy it. Father, I thank you for this call, for everyone who calls in on this call to learn of your word, to share of your word, and to have fellowship. Father, we thank you for the participants in this call, we pray for them to have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Father, we pray for attitude adjustment. When someone's doing something nice for you, the least you can be is grateful, is thankful, because so many people won't even give a crap. So, Father, we thank you for the people that we have met on this line, for the relationships that have been created Father, we thank you for for Sam who gets up every morning to lead this call, following and doing what it is that you want him to do. Some days when he doesn't even feel like it, it is definitely appreciated. We thank you, Father, and we thank Sam. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, we're rolling now. We got two prayers and a smirk going so far this morning. Woo! What the heck have you had this morning? Mm, I had some fresh air and some sunshine. Oh, what more can you get? Mm, 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 mm. 
Did you check the table and chair? Nope. Who next? Anybody else got a prayer this morning? All righty then. We're going to have a big countdown. We got a prayer this morning going once. <laughs> Vitamins are starting to kick in. Got a prayer this morning going twice. Whew. Wow. Good Lord. All righty then. She strikes me with the whatever that was. Harambo shararako shike dere rokombo rande de gasa ha ya rambo she shararako rande de gasa dere rokose harambo she de ke 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 she ya rokombraka. Kumbushi Oh, Yarambose Harambosandi de Kobukande Handi de Kosandranda Shende de Kosidea Rambo Rambo Kosaka Handi de Kosidea Randi de Kosaka Daya Randi de Kosidea Rambose de Kandrasi de Kose Shere de Kombraka Horombo Randi de Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord, yes. Thank you, Father God. Horamboda, Father God, we praise your name. We glorify you, Lord. Let your word permeate the atmosphere, Father. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to our hearts. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for moving for maneuvering, for entering in, for shifting. Thank you, Father, even for the name of Prayer Shifting Ministries, Lord, because, see, we'll shift from one place to another. Wherever the Holy Spirit leads, Lord, this is not a static place. This is not a place where we just sit. But, Lord, there's constant moving. Mm, mm, mm. There's Constant shifting, Father. However you need us to go, to do, to be, Lord, that's what we try to connect with you, to be led by you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. And in all reality, you don't get that in most of the church houses. You don't get that in most of the church houses for a variety of different reasons, Lord. But honestly, 
to be very honest, because most of your children are not willing to be trained to flow to that capacity. It's not a happenstance thing, though. You have to be trained. You have to be willing. And most of us, Lord, are too caught up in ourselves, too caught up in our understanding, too caught up in tradition, Lord. And that just says how much of a loving God that you are, Lord. You love us when we're in this meat suit, caught up in our own ideas, our ideology, our ways, of whatever that we are, Lord. And you love us in spite of it, Lord. Jesus, thank you for coming off that cross. I mean, thank you for coming off the throne and getting on the cross. Thank you for putting on this meat soap because you have a firm, thorough understanding, a firm, thorough understanding of what we're going through, what we're dealing with, Lord. But the beautiful thing about it, Father, is mm, mm, mm. you not only wore this meat soup, but you overcame in this meat soup, Father. So we have no excuse. Yes, the struggle. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it's not going to be easy. But, God, you did it. long as we can do the, what is your word says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, Lord. So we have to be trained mm, 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 how to get up out of us and get into you, Lord. We have to be trained to allow the Holy Spirit to come forth inside of our hearts. Our spirits, our souls, our body. We have to be trained how to connect with you, Father. And and our trainer is the Holy Spirit. And he's available to all. There's no limitation except that which we put upon him, Lord. Mm. There's no limitation, Lord, but, but other than that what we said, Father. If we're limited in knowledge, it's our fault. If we're limited in understanding, it's our fault. Even your word says, if you lack wisdom, ask God. He will give it to you liberally. He's not trying to withhold anything, Lord. But see, we won't thoroughly understand it until we get on the other side. Right now, we'll see our, our boundaries and our limitations. But, Lord, you have always shown somebody who 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 is able to tap in you despite their limitations, despite their boundaries. That the word of God is true. I look at Booker T. Washington, Lord. Back in that time, Father. If I remember correctly, he was castrated, Lord. Back in that time, he was a, he was a black man in a, a white-led society, Lord. But look at what that man came out with. One thing after another, after another, after another, Lord. Because you know what he did? He would, he would go in there and he would praise and he would worship you, Father. And then you gave him ideas. You gave him direction, Father. That's just an example that just crossed my mind. See, we let society bind us. We let our situations and circumstances bind us. Is that what the Word says? 
But we have to be trained. And it gets way beyond reading the Bible. It gets way beyond I memorized a verse of scripture or I got a word. It gets way beyond that. Daddy God, take us where you desire us to be. Help us to not limit but to trust you, Lord. Help us not to limit but to walk in the fullness of who you called us to be, Father God. Help us to allow you to be God and for us to get over ourselves, Father God. So, Holy Spirit, today on Prayer Shifter Ministries, as we go forth, just do whatever it is you desire to do on this call, Lord. Be God. Help us to get out of ourselves and to walk in you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen and amen. All righty. Anybody else got a prayer? I'm going to take that as a no. Anybody else got a prayer going once? Anybody else got a prayer going twice? All righty then. Well, I guess we go ahead and break out into these um, listuses. Morgan Farley, hush it go say she 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 go say Hundred Gander the 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 Gander the
Chrissy, Shanice, and Tisa. How should I go? Say, 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 a lesser love, Randy to go into the Gandhi 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 for a share to go say, for a share to go sa, for a share to go say, should go say, should go say, should go say, should go sa, for a share to go say, should go say, should go say, should go sa, for a share to go say, should go say, should go say, should go sa, for a share to go say, should go say, should go sa, like and that, for a brand to go say, should go say, should go say, should go sa, for a daka. Sakara. Alicia Webster, hundred going to the gun 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 to Alyssa Love, Alicia West, the Kayla Boylan, Hundred to go into the Gandhi 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 to go into the What did you mix? Good morning, everybody. Sam? Mm hmm. What did you mix? That's my vitamin mix. Okay. <laughs> about 10, I don't know how many vitamins, about maybe 10 different vitamins. It's um, a vitamin formula for my adrenal glands. Oh, okay. Okay. I kill a boy. Hand it again, 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 Sakra. Courtney Collin Brandy. How should I go say, 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 Courtney Collin Brandon in it. The car. Nick Polly Samantha Yoder. No going to the Gander 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 going <clears throat> Marissa DeMars and Maya.
Babe Justice and Love Muhammad. Who should go say? 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 Should go Sakarandiga, Sakarandiga, Brandon's kids, hundred gun to the 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 Brandon go say she 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 go say Russia go say she 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 go say Russia go say she go say go say anybody else on the list Russia go say she go say she go say she go say she go say Horashi go say she 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 go this number one is done Okay. Edion, hundred to go say she to go say she to go say she go say she go say hundred to go say she to go say she go say she go say she go say hundred to go say she go say she go say Randaga Sidokose Shidagasa Shakara the Moo family Ho she to go say she to go say she to go say she go say she go say Ho she go say 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 Ho she go say 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 Shakara Yes, Father. The other Randall goes, she 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 go
haramburan di degesi di gosandiri di gosendrasa haramburan di degesi di hahaha ya kara Thank you, Father God. Bush, the gas, I did you to go search. Haram brand, the gas, search, the gas, search, the gas, search, the yes, Father. Yandrosa, the gas, Father God, release a healing. Yes, let a car release a healing, Father. Rondi, the gas, who yarambosa, Taraka. Amen. Kristen Okay, Lord, how you gonna do that one? Kristen Hardy? Well, you told me how nasty, bro. Horandi to go station to go station to go station to go station to go station. Randa <laughs> Morgan Macmillan family. Richie Thomas, hundred a gander, 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 a Sugar, 
William Debbie, Hutter the Gundy, the Gandhi, 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 the Gundy, the Kevin Houghton family. Hundred of Gandhi, the 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 Clear Harper, hundred of the Gandhi, 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 the Okay, we got David Rivera. Hundred again, did 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 again, Randy Rosaka, Sakara. Dwight and Jimmy McCombs. Who should go say, 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 Sakara. Lady on College Grove. Randy go say, should go say, should go say, Sakara. Claire Harper. Hundred Shadagasa, Sakara. Susie Webb. Randy go say, should go Sakara, Sakara. Chevalier Namquist. Nyaraka, Lamanda, Conwell Johnson, under the gun to the gun to the gun to the gun to go to the gun 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 Tyresa, Hushida, go say, she'll 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 go Ashley Nixon, Hushida Gosishi 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 Gosiraka Sakara. Alan Reuben Gabby, Hundred Gundi Gandhi Gundi Gandhi Sakara. Letitia Titi, Hundred Gundi Gandhi Gosa Sakara. Tamika Townsend Jeffries, Hundred Gundi Gundi Gasa Sakara. Ashley Whitney, Shida Gosishi 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 Granda Sakara. Latasha, Hundred Gundi Gandhi Gosa Sakara. Wayne Bridges, Hundred Gundi Gundi Gosa Sakara. And Trina, how should go say, 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 should go say,
Levi Broad, Dante, Lisa Brown, Thomas Lawrence, Pastor Titus Anderson, Desiree Moore family, Ernest Castle, hundred going to the gun 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 to the Steve Saul, Attorney Elijah, Pamela Scotty, Daniel Watson and the Watson Mastermind Group, President Obama, Randrigo, Randrigo, Cindy of Atlanta, Randrigo, My parents, Yes, Lord. My parents, I did go to 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 go Donald Luster, hush it or say she go say she go saga sakara. Rose Johnson, hundred gun to the gun to go say she go sakara. Reginald Foster, hundred go say she go say she go saga sakara. Watching it, hundred gun to the gun to the gun to the gun to go sakara. Rose and Hospital in the community, hundred go say she go say she go say she go saga sakara. Ah, Mark Eaton Charles II. Congregations and churches, sick and shut in, abuse and addiction, deceased and hospice, unsaved, pick and choose, pick and choose.
everybody speak up at once now. It's, you know, you can do it. Give me a second. Give me a second. One. Your second's over with. Okay. Unruly and rambunctious. Well, y'all complain if I'm unruly and rambunctious. Y'all complain if yeah, I want to be on here today. That's why I appreciate Erica. She said, you got to learn how to be divorced from people. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Why are these windows closed? All right, hold on, because I was getting, hold on. Okay, this congregation, all right, Heavenly Father, we come to you. Excuse me. I'm sorry, I'm trying to, oh, my gosh. Um. Okay, give me a second, because I got the boom. Oh, there we go. I'm in my phone. Okay, Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning, uh, lifting our churches and congregations and uh, missionaries as well. Um, we just ask for your covering. We ask for your blessings. We ask for you to instill boldness and courage. We ask for safety. And give me one second, please. Safety and protection. We ask that you just they go out and they go forth to spread the word. We just ask that you just cover them and that you implant in them the right words to say. That you um, guide them, that you guide them um, in the right direction as far as where to go. So we ask that you just make it such a powerful experience for all those involved that many lives are changed. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Next. Mm, we got the rest of the list of sisters do peoples. Come on, everybody speak up, speak out. That's what I'm talking about. Come on down. You're the next contestant on the prayers right. You every shade of a mess. Heavenly Father, we come before you for those who are abused and addicted. We know that there are underlying causes for this. We know that there are demonic spirits that sit inside of these individuals who are perpetrators of these, and we just ask that you clean house, that you clean out anything that is not supposed to be there, that you just go through and do screen cleaning. We ask for healing. We ask for restoration. We ask for a revival in those individuals so that they may turn their faces back to you. If they have never known you, we ask that you acquaint your spirit down inside of their hearts, the spirit of desire to seek you. We ask for healing for all those who are touched and adversely affected by these situations. We ask for you to fill whatever void that is that is there that is causing people to feel that they have to fill them with those things that are destructive. In Jesus' name, amen. Next. Amen. Amen. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Man, don't get me started. You know I get to getting mm. on those old songs. Yeah, yeah. 
Down by the river. What's next on the list? And saving all the sinners. Amen. Amen. See the baby and mm-hmm. lying in the manger mm-hmm. on Christmas, Christmas morning. morning. <laughs> oh, right now. Yes. Hmm? Oh, just with the yeah, you didn't know it? Christmas. Hey, Easter. Whatever day this might be. Okay. Okay. Because I don't know half the time. Mm-hmm. You know that's true because every day you turn around in the pagan in the pagan form, is there somebody trying to say it's a national this day or that day? What's next on the list? You said what back? Next on the list. You did uh bills and addiction. What was the first one you did? Hmm? You will be living in the hamburger at the park. Because you're not gonna have my house like a park. Hamburger in the park. park. That's what you're trying for? I told him if I come in here he got all this trash in here again, I'm gonna put him out, he's gonna live in the little hamburger um thing at the park. They call it the hamburger. Okay. Oh, I got thing you. they have. Yeah. Got my house sitting up here looking like a landfill. Wow. Don't look at my daughter's room. Oh, no. Ah! Hey, wait a minute. Find a science project? <laughs> you know what? I feel like it was getting close. I just I don't believe it. And then, you know, they're not even supposed to be eating in their rooms anyway. So it's like, okay, you double busted. <laughs> Woo. Good, good, good. Oh, yes. All right, what's the next list? What's the first one you did, Lisa? Um, hmm. Oh, churches, congregations, missionaries, and all them. Then I did abuse and addicted. Now we have prayer shifting ministries. Prayer shifting ministries. Yep. Okay, I think the last one was done was um, abuse and addiction. Yeah, she did that right. one. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we got unsaved, fresh shifting ministry in the families and deceased in hospice. Somebody say some words about those deceased in hospice. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, Renee, I'll let you have this and I'll let you do the de- deceased people. All right, Renee, go ahead and have it. <laughs> okay. Lord, as we come together to give you praise for the day and the creation that you have made and found this worthy to be in it, and we are so glad, and we give you the highest praise. Lord, today we pray for the deceased and hospice. Lord, first off, we want to thank you for letting your angels dwell upon us. To show yourself in them to us, for them to plant a seed, their wonderful being into our hearts. Thank you for letting us up with them and fulfilling our lives and for giving us a chance to come together 
and meat. Let it be for our trials and tribulations. Let it be for the good times as well as the bad. Lord, thank you. For now you call them home. We will not forget them, but we will ever be so grateful for having their presence be, be your presence to us. Lord, we also pray for those who are in hospice. Lord, we know that you have the last and final word. We pray that as you work on them, they are much diligent to know, to want to know you, and for the ones who know you, for them to delight in you. Whatever you're preparing them for, Lord, we're praying right along with you. For we have seen people go into hospice and then turn right back around from the miracle of your hand to release them from it. Lord, we pray for them. We are in agreement with you. And we have to let you be him, God. Lord, for the families, we pray that you give them much comfort. Also let their memories of good times comfort them. And also let them know and also get them to realize that you are the only you are the you are the best and the only place to be. And when we come together for home going, let us open up and tell of the goodness of your angel being here among us. All in the name of your son, Jesus' name I pray, amen. Okay. Um, unsaved. Huh? Unsaved, and what's something that's supposed to go along with that too? Also, I'm trying to think. Unsaved. We did press. You did pressure the ministries. I think Lisa did that one. Okay. And I think that'd be it. Okay. Lord, as we come together to pray for the unsaved, Lord, we pray as a three-strand cord in agreement with you for them to have the ears to open up and to hear you, for you to give us a word for us to come into communion with you and with them. First, to invite them in, give them the ears to hear, and also to get to build a relationship with you. Lord, or they know for not what they do, but it's something that's repetitive and they're used to. Let us be able to go out and show them. Let us be able to go out and tell them of a better way. That in our walk, show them that there is a much better way. Lord, we lay them on the altar. You be you, but then we are your extension to work through us. You to be used to us, to better them. In the name of the Son, Jesus, I pray. Amen.
Hmm. That might be it. Except for the other okay. ones. Uh, you want to do some of the other ones? I got discernment, walking around with supernatural, knowledge, wisdom, understanding. Any of those, any of those. Pick and choose, pick and choose. Take on the supernatural. All righty then. Okay. Lord, as we come together to praise you and to let you feed us spiritually, we also pray for you to give us the supernatural, to let us experience it, to experience it the way that you need for us to experience it. Let us see it. Let us know it. Help us to cultivate it for your good, in turn, which will be for our good and not for our selfish good. Lord, also give us the discernment to know what's what and also to let your glory shine through. For it was you who created us. We didn't create you, but you are our instruction manual. You are our roadmap. You are our way. So the gifts that you give us, as you give us much visual sight in order to see the bigger picture of what part we play in it and to apply your gifts as accordingly of what you wish for us to do. In the name of your son, Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Discernment, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, financial breakthroughs and turnarounds. Okay, financial breakthroughs and turnarounds. Lord, we pray to you today for financial breakthroughs and turnarounds. Lord, whatever is evil and blocking us from our blessings, for our financial, please pray for the chains to be broken. Give us the energy, the hindsight, the mind power to go forth and do in order to break these chains off our finances. And in turn, but before we even break it off, we give you high glory. But equip us financially in order to go on and do bigger and better things. We know that you are him, God. You got us. But then we also stand in a part of spiritual warfare for where every time we take a turn, you already told us and we already know that there's something else, which is evil, that's trying to block us. So we pray for protective angels to break those chains, to move what's not of you out of our way, and for us to be bold, victorious witnesses to your glory, to your love, and to your power. 
In the name of your son, Jesus, I pray, amen. 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 All right, we got discernment, financial breakthroughs, walking around supernatural, knowledge, wisdom, understanding. Supernatural already. That's what, that's what you did. So you did walk. You that was the first one you did walking around with supernatural. Okay. I was the ones you had done. We done uh, discernment, walking around with supernatural, and you just did financial breakthroughs. So that's what I'm saying. We got um. Knowledge, wisdom, understanding, uh, healing, restoration, strength, those ones. We come today under your son Jesus and to pray for healing and restoration. Lord, we could go through a long list of things that bind us up, to get us off course, to cause viruses in our body as well as in our spiritual thoughts and mind. Lord, for right now, we pray for restore to make new, to take us back to the way that you meant for us to be. For it breaks us away from the many different devices of alcohol, drugs, overeating, anything that's not of use, please let it leave from us. And Lord, we pray that you, that that it's not that you're able, you are able, but we pray for you to hit the reset button on us to take us back to where you first started us with a clear mind, clear hearing, in order to experience you at a better level and to also to start anew. For in you, you are the one way, the clear way, the strong way, the only way to go. In the name of Son Jesus, I pray, amen. Amen. Uh, amen. Hmm? We got superhuman strength, ability, gifts, and talents, restoring our youth, renewing our minds. Praying for the youths. Let me turn it off, yeah. Yeah, want me to knock out the rest of the list, sis? Go for it. Next item is the kicking in. All righty then. I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna pray for our youth. Randy to go see, she to go see, she to go see, she and Danny to go into the gander to go into the gander to go into the gander to go into the gander. She to go see, she to go see. 
Supernatural, Walking around supernatural, health and restoration. Youth, okay, oh. Peace that surpasses all understanding. Hora shida go say 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 shida Peace and surpasses all understanding, and um, what's the next one I was thinking about? That might be it. Okay, um, I'm going to let a couple of songs play. I'm going to send out a text message. My phone is acting crazy, so if y'all want to send out a message to anybody, I got a feeling God is about to do something interesting, so I'm going to pray before we get into the reading. Um, so just send out a text to anybody because my phone is acting crazy, and I can't, I can't, and I ain't, no. So <laughs> I'll let a couple of songs play until the reading. Let y'all know I'm I'm because I might not get a text again on Sunday, but I'm doing a barbecue on Sunday for my child, so y'all can stop on through. Because <sighs> I ain't texting everybody because my phone ain't acting right. So again, I'm just letting you know. Okay. Come on down. You're the next contestant on The Price is Right. Well, I have to find a way to get over there to you because I'm in Riverdale. All righty. Well, you already put that prayer up, so, hey, we'll see what God will manifest for you. Yes, Lord.
Father God, Yes, 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 Father. We glorify you, Lord. It's your presence. Mm. It's the presence of God. It's the anointing of God. Wow. Mm. Father God, 
right now I'm asking that everybody that's listening have an experience with you, Lord. Right now, Daddy God, I'm asking that you touch each and every one of us. Right now, Daddy God, let your anointing increase in our hearts and our lives. Let your word increase in our hearts and in our lives Mm. so that we can experience you, Father. Thank you, Father God. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Yes, 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 Father. Hmm. You know what, Lord? I'm I, I'm asking. I'm, this is me asking, Sam Farley, just right now, Lord. I, 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 but I I want you to touch somebody right now. I I want you to touch them, Father. Where wherever you know they need to be touched, I want them to have an experience with you. I don't want this just to be I'm getting on the line and listening to somebody hollering in the phone or them talking about something. No, I want them to have an experience with you. I want you to touch their spirit, man. I want you to stir them. I want you to do whatever needs to be done so they can recognize that this is just not any kind of thing, Lord. This is something unusual, Father. See, we need to get to the point in our walk where the unusual is usual. Do you all understand that? We are supernatural beings. The supernatural needs to be common to us instead of uncommon. The supernatural, what what would somebody say? We are spiritual beings having a, a natural experience. I forget how the saying goes. But see, 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 too many of us, well, it's a whole lot of reasons. Unlearned, scared, ain't nobody to teach us. It's a lot of reasons, but bottom God, God super. Bottom line, God supernaturally created us. We are different from the animals, from the birds, from everything else. Because see, when He created us, He put His Spirit in us. There was a meeting. The Triune God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, said, "Let us make a man in our image." The triune God, I want you to get an understanding of what I'm saying and how you're different from everything and everybody else. I'm talking about people against creation and against inanimate objects. All of that is God's creation. All of that is God's creation. We're different because he breathed his spirit in us. And until you are born again, that spirit that is inside of you is in a dead state. Get an understanding of that. You need to have that. God created us to walk in the realm. I'm going to tell you even better than that. Not only did he create us to walk in the realm of the supernatural, since he created us in his image, he created us to have dominion. Dominion. And Creflo Dollar, I like what he said. He said, never thought about it. 
He and us, because of Jesus Christ, we have more dominion than Adam. Because, see, he gave Adam and Eve dominion over the earth, the fish, the fowl, and everything that creep upon the earth. But because Jesus came, oh, come on now. Come on now. What am I? I got a feeling we might not even get into the reading today. I don't know because this is going somewhere. Jesus came, and when you accept him, you have dominion in the earth, above the earth, and under earth, because you, again, are children of the Most High God. You, again, are joint heirs with Christ. Walk in your dominion. You can't walk in it if you don't even know it's there. You can't walk in it. Mm, 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 mm. If you don't learn about it, grow up in it, be taught about it. See, those are the things that the Holy Spirit freely wants to give you. Don't run from it. Don't run from it. Mm, no, okay. Because the thing about it is just like gravity. You ain't got to believe it. You walk off the top of that building, you're going to fall. Unless you got something that's going to glide you to the ground or propel you upwards, you walk off of that building just as you are, you're going to fall. You don't have to believe in gravity. It's there, though. It's there. And it's the same thing with the supernatural experience. We are getting our butts kicked in one form or fashion. Because, see, everything that you can see, touch, or taste came from the unseen. Every aspect of what you're sitting, touching, driving, working, spending came from the unseen. God spoke this into existence. And you have that same power. We are little gods, people. He created us in his image. Now, we are going to get into the word because right now I'm going to pray. And I'm going to pray that as I pray you, he will, I ask for you all to have an experience with him. And he's going to give you that experience. Yes, 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 Father. Move in a great and mighty way. Move. Whatever needs to be done, healing, whatever needs to be done, understanding, revelation, just a meeting, just to wrap your arms around and say, I love you. However you need to deal with your people, Holy Spirit, move in that capacity and give you the praise and the glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All righty then. Here we go. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Guard against one thing. We have learned that in walking after the Spirit, we need to keep our emotion calm and quiet. Otherwise, we cannot hear the voice of intuition. Unless our affection is thoroughly quiet. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to have to start talking as I'm reading. I can see this already. Unless our affection is thoroughly quiet under the will of God, our heart will be intermittently disturbed, and the guidance of the Spirit will hence be interrupted. A believer should always take note in his spirit what a person or thing easily activates his... 
Okay, let me let me start. Let me rewind because right now it's just too much already. Okay, we have learned that in walking after the Spirit, we need to keep our emotion calm and quiet. Otherwise, we cannot hear the voice of the intuition. All right, so he's been. We've been speaking spirit, soul, and body. We've been breaking this thing down to the innermost parts of the spirit, the innermost parts of your soul, innermost parts of your body. In your spirit, you got your um, intuition, you got your um, communion, and you got your knower. Your knower is your intuition, your communion, and your um, your moral compass. It's another word to use your conscience. Okay. Our mind, our will, and our emotions are in our soul, and our flesh is that, that, that thing that wraps around us. If we don't keep our emotions calm, then we can't thoroughly hear what God is saying to us. Now, this is discernment, where discernment is definitely needed. And knowing the voice of God for yourself. You can't do that unless you take time. One thing I, I, I like on this line is for the opportunity for you to step out. That's why I tell people to go ahead and talk. Because, again, I talked about earlier, you have to be trained by the Holy Spirit. On this line is a place where you can step out. You might make mistakes. You might say something stupid. Sometimes arguments have gone forth. And all that is not of God. But you will not know the difference unless you step out. That's why I say, come on and say something. Because, see, too often we hear a voice and we say it's God. And I, even within the last two weeks, our God showed me something about I'm hearing stuff that was not of him. Why was I hearing it? Because it was something that I was desiring. Because I was desiring something, it, 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 I got tuned in to whatever comes my way. It's just like my old man playing a lot. You play gets mad. But, see, I understand why he's playing because of our financial situation. So it doesn't bother me. I get up and go, okay, Dad, okay, Dad. But he's desiring this thing. So did you see that number? Or did you see that? Okay, because we want something, it opens us up. It opens us up to, to things. It's a, I just talked about walking in the realm of the supernatural. It's a whole lot of stuff out here, people, that we're totally unaware of. When my father, the last time he was in the hospital, he was, he was seeing spirits. I knew it. I just walked to him. Sammy, did you see that? Sammy, that thing move. How do you make that thing move? I just looked at him and walked down the hall with him. Because he was, he was at the edge. He was there. He was seeing all the stuff that we don't see. But the stuff that we don't see affects us. It's speaking to us. It's trying to get us to move in one direction or another. And the Word of God, it tells you that the Holy Spirit strives with you. He's trying to get you to walk in accordance with what he wants. Striving means that there's some, a pushing and a pulling. I'm pulling, you pushing. There's a tussle. It's not an easy walk. La, 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 la. Get that out of your mind. That ain't what the Word of God says. We, we are so conditioned that if it's not easy, it must not be God. You know what? I, I, I got to say this, and I don't think he mind, and I can do it because we laughed about it on the way. This man said, once I decided, he said, before I decided to walk this path and do this thing that God told me to do, I really ain't been one to have colds, be in the hospital, none of this. Since I done done it, I've been in the hospital eight times. Not sick. I've been hospitalized eight times. 
Come on now, so you got to get a, a greater understanding of truly what this thing is about. Do you think the devil wants you to really have something that God wants you to have? It don't work like that, people. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me keep reading. So we were talking about voices. It says, we have learned that in walking after spirit, we need to keep our motion calm and quiet. Otherwise, we cannot hear the voice of intuition. Recognize the voice of intuition. That's in your spirit, man. He's speaking to you. We call it that knower. I just know something. It just ain't, mm, no, I just, see, that's that spirit speaking to you. But if you don't recognize the difference between your voice, the enemy's voice, and the Holy Spirit's voice, you're going to make mistakes. Unless our affection is thoroughly quiet under the will of God, our heart will be intermittently disturbed, and the guidance of the Spirit will hence be interrupted. Again, something that you're wanting, your emotions are involved. See, our emotions play a strong part in our walk. And why would God give us something if it's going to pull us off chart? What we need to understand, everything that we have, God gave us for, for a purpose and for a reason, but it needs to be up underneath the. Okay, I ain't gonna say that word. So y'all give it an opportunity to laugh. It needs to be under the leadership of the Holy Spirit. God gave you your emotions for a reason. God gave you your personality for a reason, but everything needs to be under the leadership of the Holy Spirit. A believer should always notice in his spirit what personal thing easily activates of affection. Mm. That means you got to take time to begin to study yourself. You got to take the time to begin to pay attention to details. Trips you off. What sets you off, good or bad? That's your responsibility. It ain't God. And the word says, study to show thyself a Okay, so study means I need to get inside of the Word of God, but studying also means I need to start paying attention to what gets inside of me, what makes me tick. I'm different from Erica, Lisa, Renee. Each and every one of us are different. And the Holy Spirit will begin to reveal to you, see, this tricks you off in the natural, you off in the spiritual. Nate said when he smells something burning, he'll stop and pray because he knows death is somewhere. Certain things trip them off in the night and spiritual. So, again, but God, this is the Holy Spirit must teach you these things if you're willing and able. Should Satan be impotent to overcome a believer in any other respect, he would tempt him through this particular point involving his affection. Innumerable Christians have failed on just this issue. Great caution must be exercised accordingly. He will trip you up because he knows that's something that you easily want. Get a phone call. Dr. Wood. Hello? Hello? Somebody made a phone call. Hello? Hello? Somebody, this is prayer line. How you got connected to the prayer line, but this is the prayer line. Oh, yeah, I'm driving, man. I have to talk to you later. (laughs) Okay, 
So we have to understand because we're desiring something, we'll easily move in that direction. And again, that's where discernment comes in because you need to know if this God is moving you in this direction or if it's you moving in this direction. Then I'm going to get even to the finer finer tuning points. It might be the direction that God wants you to move in, but it might not be the time. See all of this. This is this is that's why it's got to be you on you and the Holy Spirit one on one. That's why y'all got to go. That's why you got to learn to talk to him. Talked about yesterday why if you truly want to walk in this walk to the degree that you need to walk, then it's a necessity you speak in the spirit. Because see, I'm gonna tell you why. See that cuts out all that all that mind stuff. It cuts all that out. All that I don't know. It cuts all that out. Because, see, when you get to a situation and you truly don't know, you can sit there and go, until you get to a point that you stop. Okay, let me tell you how it works for me because it might work for you a little differently. But general principle, general rule, you can pray about something in the spirit. Your spirit is directly connected to God. It gets you up out of the way. You pray about something. Then you go back to that. Now, are you moved from within? See, that's what you know. Are you moved from within, from your spirit, not from your emotions? See, after you pray for a while in the spirit, then you'll know because what you're doing is you're stirring your spirit up. You're making it more sensitive to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Then when you go back in front of that thing again, you can look at it and they say, you know what? Mm, this ain't God. God, is this? Mm, nah. You start getting, no, this ain't, mm, I'm getting that check. Mm-mm. Uh, you know what? I don't think this is a path I need to go. I don't think this is a time. See, all that comes from your relationship with him. But if you don't spend the time, you won't get to that level. And I'm going to keep reading. Oh, wow. No, he didn't. Now, I'm going to read this a couple of times. Nothing activates our affection more than friends. And among friends, the opposite sex stirs up the most. Ooh. I'll read it one more time. Nothing activates our affection more than friends, and among friends, the opposite sex stirs up the most. Due to differences in natural endowment, the opposite sexes attract each other. Here is not only a physical complement, but a psychological one as well. Yet, such attraction belongs to the soul. It is natural. It ought to be denied. All righty then. Woohoo! Mm, mm, mm. Y'all got that one? Yeah, I'm getting cut. I'm getting gutted a bunch. Everybody told should have been stepped on. Okay. Ouch. Mm. Mm. Well, you know, it makes you want to shout and shout. Okay, anyway, I'm going to just keep reading. Uh, I'm going to just let that marinate because I, that, yeah, mm mm-hmm. Nothing activates our affection more than friends, and among friends, the opposite sex, sex stirs up the most. Due to differences in natural endowment, the opposite sexes attract each other. Here is not only a physical compliment, but a psychological one as well. Yet such attraction belongs to the soul. It is natural. 
it ought to be denied. It is an established fact that the opposite sex can easily stimulate affection. The stimulation by the same sex is much less prevalent than that by the opposite sex. For some psychological reason, there's an overwhelming more attraction to the opposite sex. This is the common and natural natural tendency. A slight stimulation occasioned by the opposite sex generally stirs up deep affection. Wow. Mm. Wow. So now, again, discernment, differentiating between when it's the spirit moving and when it's you moving. Ooh. That's a man of God. Oh, that's a woman of God. That's just what I need. Yeah. Okay, let's be real. Mm. You see that woman walking down the street? Yeah, baby. You see what she had on? Mm. Yeah, all right now. Let's be real about this. Because God is sitting up there going, mm-hmm, okay, that ain't me. Uh-huh. Well, when you come back to the side, let me know. Okay, let's be real about it. Look, I know people that have gotten married off of that very off of that very thing there. You know, oh, this is this God sent this my God sent my bow ass. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Two years later, what happened, girl? You just didn't know. Oh, that you know, I, he ain't the one I thought. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever, because that truly was not from God. All right, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna leave. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to say this. The majority of these marriage relationships are not put together by God. It's just that simple. That's why they're failing. God didn't put most of these things together. Okay, I'll just keep reading. Obviously, we are now speaking of the natural tendency of man, the natural tendency of man. For this very reason, a Christian who wishes to walk by the Spirit must take note of it. In our occasion with pe- in our association with people, especially in the matters of love, if we treat the same sex in one way and the opposite sex in another, we know we are already under the operation of the soul. Oh, wow. Hmm. Mm. Wow. In our association with people, especially in the matters of love, he's talking about godly love. If we treat the same sex in one way and the opposite sex in another, we know we are already under the operation of the soul. If we treat them differently for no reason other than that it is of the opposite sex, then our affection remains natural. To be sure such stimulation by the opposite sex can be mixed in with proper motive, a Christian must nonetheless recognize that should there be such mixed motives in friendship, his social intercourse is not purely spiritual. Okay. So now, again, some toes should be stepped on my eyes off. Recognizing, okay, you know what? I got an attraction to that man. I got an attraction to that woman. That's outside of the spiritual attraction. There can be a purely spiritual attraction. 
But, you know, I mean, you know, there's an anointing and, and, and stuff like that, and that can purely draw you. When we first started getting into this whole thing that we get, I, I, it was so funny because I remember I was walking, I was at the um, Gerard's office, and I was leaning on, and I saw this girl going into this door, and she wasn't even, she was like a whatever at the hospital. But she looked, I saw out the corner of my eye, she looked at me, and she looked at me, she kept turning her head, and I started laughing to myself. I said, she sees that anointing on me. Because just different stuff has started happening, and it wasn't just me. All of us, different people just started coming. Like I said, when people started coming out of the woodworks and talking, this, that, and the other. And now, you know, now I'm used to it, you know. But, but again, I, I recognizing that because you are a child of God and that I know that's light. And people are drawn to that. Perfect example, when Lisa walked into, walked into that lady's office and the lady's like, look, look, give me your resume. I need lady to know her from Adam. That was light. Okay, so the light of God, that anointing of God will draw people. It's just the nature of what it is. What does it say? If you lift my name on high, I will draw a man to you. So, so that's just the nature of the gift, the supernatural arena. But now distinguish between when that person is coming to you and then that person, oh, yeah, she looks good. Yeah, I spend time with him. I spend time with her because you're attracted to them. Distinguish the difference, and not saying that is wrong. It's a natural part of who you are, but understand, distinguish the difference, so then you know what you're operating out of. Because if you don't know what you're operating out of, then you're you're breeding confusion. Okay, I'll keep reading. A worker in his work and while at work needs to watch less the thought of the opposite sex make okay, let me get this right. A worker in his work and while at work needs to watch less oh, okay, needs to watch less the thought of the opposite sex make its intrusion. He must resist all desire to be glorified among the okay, wow. Hmm. He must resist all desire to be glorified among the opposite sex. All words uttered and mannerisms affected due to the influence of the opposite sex diminish spiritual power. Wow. Everything must be done quietly with a pure motive. Remember that it is not sin alone which defiles. Whatever issues from can defile as well. Wow. Mm. Wow. That's the ego. Hmm. I mean, I see ego. I see just because I want to be on the pedestal. I see I'm trying to attract this man or attract this woman. Wow. I just see so much, and I'm going to read it one more time. I just, Jesus. And, and because natural, we'll do it. See, some of us might have been doing it and not even recognizing that we're doing it. So now a line has been drawn. So now you know this is, oh, wow. I thought this was of the spirit, but it's not. Wow. Excuse me, Tanzania. Can I ask you something? Can you say that? 
a man shouldn't be a married man. Can can you say that once again? I just want to make sure I got this clear. Okay, I'm about to read it again. A worker in his work and while at work needs to watch lest the thought of the opposite sex makes his intrusion. Okay, perfect example. And just because I just because you spoke, what don't mean matter? No, you could be in an office. Because mm-hmm. mostly, most most of us work most of our work in the office. Somebody comes in. Okay, I'm a, I'm a male perspective. Woman walks by, or walks in. Around, hey, smell good. What's that you got on? Oh yeah, just automatically just took you all off first. Rather than, oh hey, how you doing today? But they come in, they're smelling good, they're looking good, because that's just what they do. And so now they walk in, all of a sudden, my, my whole thought plan just, like the Eddie Murphy, get that dog looking, hey, how you doing? He's talking. Now, he's talking, look at you, when, you, when you're moving in the realm of the spiritual and the supernatural, then you need to be focused on that. You need, because again, Satan studies you, he needs to get into you. So, okay, perfect example. Now, if I'm ministering, if I'm doing something, and then somebody, they might be attracted, whatever, you know what? That's all nice and well. Right now, I'm working. You need to take your spiritual ministry seriously. When you do, when God is speaking to you through you, then you connect it. Okay, this woman might be fine or whatever, but you know what? Right now, that's table. Now I'm gonna talk about me. Okay, I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna talk about me. I'll make it. I'll make a di- di- differentiate. A fine one might come out. Oh yeah, but you know what? Right now I'm focused on what God. So I, I'm not there yet with a point like I, I just don't know. Yeah, I see it. Mm-hmm, yeah, I do. I, I look. I'm gonna lie. I, ain't gonna, I look. But I try to make a distinction. But when no, right now I'm focused. I hear the Holy Spirit speaking to me. I because I again it can and will tamper you. So am I saying that I'm yet pure? Am I saying that I'm yet no? No, I ain't. That's why I be looking at God. Really, you got me doing this. But I ain't the only one. This is what this man is saying. We need to distinguish between when the soul is moving and when the spirit is moving. That's the discernment kicking in. Now, you might cross that line. You might get messed up. That's part of the learning processes. Again, see, that's why I say again, I talked about earlier, making mistakes. So, again, these are the learning processes. Everybody's walk is different. The Holy Spirit deals with you on an individual basis. That's your trainer. That's your mentor. He knows how to motivate you. A worker in his work and while at work needs to watch lest the thought of the, he says even here, the thought of the opposite sex make his intrusion. He must resist all desire to be glorified among the opposite sex. Ah, yeah, I want to look good in front of that man. I want to look good in front of that woman. Even if you're married, people do it. Let's be real. I might not do nothing, but yeah, just because I want to keep my steam up, I want to know I still got it. Oh, I know I done cut, stepped on toes. Yeah, I'm going to just keep reading. He must resist all desire to be glorified among the opposite sex. All words uttered and mannerisms affected due to the influence of the opposite sex diminish spiritual power. The influence of the opposite sex, all words uttered, all mannerisms, 
diminish spiritual power. See, again, we're getting into meat. We're, this ain't the mind. You ain't going to get most of the stuff somewhere. We're getting into meat. As we get deeper, you're going to see more and more, oh, my God, oh, really, oh, Jesus. This is meat, people. This is not the baby food. This is not puree. But, again, this meat is affecting us one way or another, whether or not we recognize it or not. Again, like I said, you walk off the edge of that building, you're going to fall, whether or not you understand the laws of gravity or not. This is meat. Every influence of the opposite sex diminished. I'm sorry. Everything must be done quietly with a pure motive. Remember that it is not sin alone which defiles. Whatever issues from the soul can defile as well. Does all this signify then that a believer should not have friends of the opposite sex? The Bible does not so teach. Our Lord, when on earth, had friendly met and fellowship with Martha, Mary, and other women. I'll stop right there. Again, first of all, you know it had to be true because he had to overcome everything that we overcame. He had to face everything and then overcome it. Second of all, women would just attract him. I heard somebody in the church say, ain't nothing finer than a Holy Ghost man. And I just laughed. like, really? <laughs> I'm going to go back to the woman at the well. That woman was flirting with Jesus. What did I just say about that anointing? There was nobody more anointed than Jesus. Okay? That woman was attracted. Wow. Why? Why? Why he? He, he wants to walk with her. No, you have five husbands. Oh Lord, how he know? Because she was trying to get number six. <laughs> he knew. He saw it. <laughs> so, not for us. We long look. look we we do not know, need to live in a. In a now, see, you know what? I was about to go there, but I'm. I'm gonna let me because I was gonna. Mm-mm. Well, I'm gonna just say this. We do. I not. We don't have to go somewhere where it's all men or all women because I'm going to say this and I'm going to keep reading. We're finding out that didn't work too good, too, because they was messing with little boys. Anyway, the Bible does not so teach. Our Lord went on earth had friendly fellowship with Martha, Mary, and other women. So the question fundamentally must be is, is our affection fully under God's control? Or is the working of the flesh somehow mixed in with it? It is perfectly proper for brothers and sisters of fellowship. Only there should not be mixed in with the working of the soul. Hmm. Now, let, let, everything is progressive revelation at different levels. You might be you might be totally spiritual with somebody from a woman. And she might be, uh, her affections are drawn to you. That does not mean you need to cut off your relationship because God might want you to minister to that person. And vice versa, you might be totally spiritual with a man and he might have sex, vice versa. But you recognize the difference is basically what he's saying. And if you recognize that their affection is different than yours, then you need to put some parameters so that you can not get caught up in situations and circumstances. Now, you all know on the line that I, I had a situation 
next door. Okay? I I already knew. I mean, oh, yeah, it was funny, a lot of stuff. But but I knew that for whatever reason you brought this person in, Lord, I'm going to let you do it. Her agenda was a whole other story. And let it play itself out. Whatever, whatever it was that she needed to get from me, God, move on. But I understood the difference. So there, might, there will be people, got, again, I also look at it for training purposes, okay? I always come back because, look, you can't deal with, with okay, I'm saying this because I heard this happens to basketball players. You might not be able to deal with, with, with a fashion fair model coming and knocking on your door in the middle of the night, opening it up, and ain't nothing underneath there, okay? You, 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 so God got to get you to that level. I remember the story of a, of a certain minister that he would have his bodyguards go into the room before he went there because he got at a certain level. Because he went there one day and somebody literally threw a woman at him, jumped to his arms, and just naturally caught her. Then when he caught her, they took pictures. See, people in the world, they do all kinds of things. So I'm just saying, you got to be able to distinguish between what's natural and spiritual. Because even though you might have an agenda of totally spiritual, they might have an agenda on another principle. So you just have to acknowledge that and keep parameters set up so that things don't get interwoven. So the question fundamentally must be, is our affection wholly under God's control, or is the working of the flesh somehow mixing with it? It is perfectly proper for brothers and sisters of fellowship only there should not be mixed in with it the working of the soul. To sum up, a Christian's affection must be entirely offered to God. Whenever we feel it is difficult to hand someone over to God, we know our soul life is ruled in that area. Whenever we find or feel it is too difficult to hand someone over to God, we know our soul life is ruled in that area. What's this saying? If you love something, give it away. If it comes back to you, it's yours. If it doesn't, it never will. God desires, God demands, God wants. Actually, God deserves to be number one in your life. It's hard for us to walk fully in that. And you might walk in it for a season, for, for a while. Then you get married, then all of a sudden that man and a woman, I got I can't go to church or she want me home or he want me home or I can't do it. And it ain't all about just I mean, yes, that relationship is a priority. But God needs to be number one. Children. And I know mothers will go, but no, God needs to be number one. Even at that point, what are the words say? Who is my brother? Who is my sister? God is you think what God wants you to 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 just not love your child or your 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 sibling or your your mother, your father. No, he wants you to love them, but he wants and needs you to love them with and with the love of God. And he wants you to love God first. God demands first priority in your life, and he deserves it. But we as people, we don't walk fully in that, or we might do it for a season. Again, that natural affection, things pull on us. So this thing here is a struggle that you will deal with until you get this meat suit off of you. Just recognize it. But the thing is, what is powerful, recognizing how powerful it is, recognizing how deep it is. 
So now, so now at least you know. So, so now you, oh, I see this coming. Oh yeah, uh huh, uh huh. That sister, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. She hugging me, but she got another agenda, or he got another agenda. Now just be that. That don't mean you cut them off. You might need to minister to them. But again, now again, begin to see these things and walk in another level of understanding. Okay. All soulless affection leads us to sin and draws us to the world. An affection which is not inspired by the Lord will soon be transformed into lust. Samson is not alone in the history of man failing in this regard. Ooh. Delilah is still cutting the hair of man today. Ooh, Lord. Mm. Mm. Ooh, Lord. Oh, oh, baby. Y'all wasn't, but I... Mm. Well, I'm going to just say this in this way. But it's a two-way street. When he's talking in reference to Delilah still cutting off the hair of man today, that scenario there where she cut off that hair, she cut off his strength. So what man or what woman is your strength? What man or woman is keeping you from fulfilling your purpose, from discovering your purpose, from walking in your purpose? I need them. I'm going to have a conversation with my child. I'll probably be sure because she knows down this road. Baby girl, let me explain this thing to you. You do what you got to do. You don't let nobody no man, I'm sitting nicely on the prayer line. Man, get in your way. Don't let no man get in your way. You take care of your business. See, that's uh, that's an attitude I had to grow into, especially being self-employed. You know, and too many of us. Well, I can't. I no, no. Man is. Time around you. Some woman is spending time around you. You're not walking into the fullness of who God calls you to do. Not on, on point about learning the things God needs you to learn. Walking, finding out what your destiny is, then walking in it. So somebody's tapping your strength. And I'm going to read. Stated earlier that affection is the hardest element for a believer to offer. Ergo, its consecration becomes a sign of true spirituality. Ergo, this is the greatest test. He who has not died to worldly affection has not died to anything. Death to natural affection proves one death to the world. To covet and to lust after man's affection demonstrates that the Christian has not yet died to self-life. His death to soul life is substantiated by his forsaking every affection other than that for God. How transcendent is a spiritual man? He walks far above human natural affection. And that is our lesson for the day. And I'm going to be quiet because I don't say it enough. Hey, hey, hey. Wow. I have a question for you, Sam. <laughs> But no, I'm going to tell you what I've seen the other day. It had a um, post up saying that it was a church, and I don't remember where, but the minister had banned all women from wearing hair weave up in the church. 
You said women having up hair weave up in the church. Men, men wearing hair weave up in his church. What about them wearing hair weave up in the church? Huh? So what about them wearing hair weave up in the church? He was looking at it as being a distraction, and then, too, you know how you can put something on somebody and their personality and spirit just changes and it's not always for the better? Mm, oh, yeah. So he said, you know, he knew that he would get um, attacks like, well, I thought you were supposed to accept people to come as you are. You know what? And I'm going to say this because I actually had a conversation with somebody last night about this. First of all, you know, a lot of times we say things, and that's because it's distracting or it's bothering us. <laughs> that That's first and foremost. And, and nowadays, weave and hair stuff is more prominent than natural hair. It wasn't that way back in the day. I, I'm not saying, you know, I mean, I understand. I mean, this is just me talking, you know, but... Sometimes we get we get distracted off of different things. Now there might be different. I look at all the piercings and the tattooings and stuff. A lot of things that people do do or draw spirits to them, and they are totally unaware of that. And there are things in the world that that we open doors up to. And I'm not saying, you know, hair is one of them, and I ain't saying it is, and but I'm just saying, you know, a lot of times it's a better way to do things. That, that's about all I got to say about that. Right. Well, I, I agree with you. I agree with you and with him because, um, like I said, with my line of work, it's all about illusion. Mhm. Mhm. But I'm. But I, the thing is, see, this is something. Okay, this is. I mean, this is somebody. That's a meat subject, and. Right. He ain't attacking. When I'm saying me, like I said, what we're getting into now is meat. And the way that he is attacking is like like a child trying to beat up an adult. And, that you know, he needs to begin to introduce and grow his people up spiritually. You know, so, yeah, come as you are. You know, just like this, somebody say, you know, when I, I start listening to um, people say, you know, you might come in your miniskirt, you might come with this and other, but now let me begin to instill the word of God inside of you. Because, see, this is one thing that happens, recognizing spirit, soul, and body, recognizing that we're vessels. If you're a vessel, that means you're a cup. You're, full, you're either half full, half empty. You're, no, you're always full of something. You're a vessel. Now, if I got a cup that's half full of water and I take that water and throw it out of the cup, now that cup is totally full of air. So now, these people, they need to come as they are. But then you need to begin to put God and his word and his principles and instill that inside them. Because, see, what happens is that's the same thing. Like I said, you might stop smoking, you start drinking more. You might stop drinking, you start cussing more. You might stop cussing, you start. Because you're, you're a vessel. And so what happens is when you're cutting people off from doing things, then they'll just go and do something else because they're doing it out of their own strength. But if you start imparting the word of God, what that does, then that begins to push out that other stuff. 
that begins to grow grow out. It's like that vessel. Even if you got a cup full of mud, dirty water, whatever, you keep putting the word water inside a cup sooner or later, and it keeps flowing. It's going to push all of that dirt out. That's the best way to approach that situation. Because, see, even in telling them don't do this and don't do that, that's operating out of self. That's operating out of flesh. And they're going to only they're going to get this up. But if you start imparting the word and teaching and finding ways to get the word of God inside somebody, then they'll not even have a desire to do that. Yes, there will be times and situations where it will be conflict because that's what happens when you're faced with different things. Because you yourself said that's vanity. Okay, which is pride. Those are the root things. See, so so that's the root, and that's what needs to be dealt with. But that's not easily dealt with. Because we talked about on the line, getting rid of the spirit of pride. You can't just get rid of that in the name of Jesus. You got to have, that person has soul wounds that need to be healed. See, this is the meat of stuff that people are trying to stop. This not, they, but see, they don't have an understanding. And that understanding because they, they're not learning. They're not taught. And I'm not trying to say that I am. Uh-uh. No, no, no. No, no, no. But we on this line, because of we... It ain't me because of our giftings that we intermingle and converse and the Holy Spirit works through us in one accord. We have all grown. So now we see, hear, and move and act and think different because of we. And all of us have grown. I'm going on mute. Okay, and I, and I, and I agree with that. And then, too, and everything what you said is true. And um, with that, because one thing I will say, when people start putting on the enhancements, it's a lot of them, which I've been hearing them say, they have an alter ego when they put on these enhancements. That's pride and vanity again. Right. And then, too, it's down to the point of, I mean, he could have worded his words better. Because I wouldn't say ban the weeds from church, but I would say, you know something? Because um, I know Alicia Keys is doing it right now. She said she's going bare face, no makeup. And she had put in her um, article, she said, I'm not saying anything is wrong with makeup, but I want somebody to see me for me. Just don't look at me and say, ooh, that's some sharp eye color. Ooh, well, you know, this. No, she wants them, she wants to be able to humble herself down so you can see the real her. She's an entertainer. She realized that. She realized people are drawn to her because of her looks and because of her music. But now she's getting ready to come, come before them there. And, you know, just like they have the dress down Sunday. Um, you know, the minister could have said, hey, I want everybody Welcome to Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Thing. The wireless customer you I called is not available at this time. Please try your call again later. Announcement 1, switch to 0, dash 3. Everybody still there? Verizon Wireless. The wireless customer you called is not available at this time. Please try your call again later. Announcement 1, switch to 0, dash 3. Somebody with Verizon? Mm, somebody hit a button accidentally. Okay. But, um, you know, just come in with no makeup. 
No, no, no extra ornaments. Just come in and worship, and then see how it it has you feeling because you're coming in. You're coming in a humble state. So yeah, he could have changed his words better, but then too. Over his congregation, the way that the women come in and they got those hair weaves on their head, that alter ego may be coming out and it's a whole lot strong. He just said, hey, I don't want anybody else wearing weaves up in my church. Okay, but that's really not his call um, right. to tell someone what to do, like with their hair. What are you going to do, have somebody at the door examining women's hair? to see if it's theirs or a weave or not, that's ridiculous. And if he's going to say that, then he could say this and call it a distraction. He could say the same thing about makeup. He could say the same thing about where when women wear a dress and they wear their heels, that's a distraction. Or if you wear pants, that's a distraction. I mean, anything can be a distraction if you're open to being distracted. Right. This is true. And like I said, Amen. Oh, that was powerful. Say that one again, Pam. <laughs> Anything can be a distraction if you're open to being distracted. Right. So, and then like you were saying, Sam, you know that that you know when people make comments like that, it's usually because the problem is with them. So obviously, hair weave must do something for the pastor. <laughs> and so, and so he's distracted up there in the pulpit, looking at all that weave, like ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, y'all gotta stop that. Um, but. It could be the same thing if you got the women in the front row of the pew and they got their little, they got their shirts on that come above the knee and they cross their legs and he's looking at them legs, you know, like, okay, Jesus, help me, help me, help me, help me. You know, so what are you gonna say? Okay, women in the first pew, um, you all, your skirt, you gotta wear maxi. Okay, your skirts got to come to your ankles because I, 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 I can't handle this. Yeah, and this is true too. I mean, so he's telling on himself, too. He's telling on himself more than what he's telling on the folks that's wearing the weed. Thank you. Because they're not bothering him. Well, they shouldn't be. Right. You are so right. But like Sam said, it and like you just said, it depends on what you let affect you. I seen a woman walk up in church one day. She had on a mini skirt. But then she was top-heavy, too, and she had on this real deep-cut blouse where her boobs was about maybe five seconds from falling out. And it was some of the other women up in church. They were like, oh, did you? I said, don't give it no air. And, but, but I said, don't give it no air. I said, you see what it is. Don't give it no air. You start talking about it, you just did what she accomplished on doing, what she meant when she came in here to do. Don't give it any air. But see, if you have somebody coming in and you're reacting and talking about them and judging them and all of that, it's that you're going against what God wanted us to do in the first place. Because devil had tried his shoulder time and time again. He could throw something in there, and if it's the lust of the eye, 
and you allow it, he got you. He just knocked, he just knocked you off your square. All right. Anybody else got anything? Anybody else got anything going once? Anybody else got anything going twice? You know, um, you know, I was listening and uh, showering at the same time, but. You took me back to yesterday when we were talking about, um, you know, relationships and um, the reasons that we are attracted or to other people. And I think the same thing happens um, in just the opposite fact. You know that you are attracted to certain people for certain reasons and you move down a path to choose someone that's totally opposite from what you're drawn to in a way to, um, I guess, alleviate all of those things that you think are wrong or that are not uh, spiritually led or don't have spiritual foundation. And you can still be, you know, you can still be operating out of order. Okay, that's true. Because I did, my ex-husband was nothing like that ideal person that I pictured, and it still was for the wrong reason and ended up in divorce. So if I'm getting this correct, what you're saying is I know I'm attracted to this or that and the other, so now... To keep me spiritually sound, I'm not so going to go over in that area at all. I'm going to deal with the total opposite. Right. Mm. And that, you know, we can operate <clears throat> thinking that is the case and still be out of order. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Because then we write back to the pro- the problem again is self. Right. Right. Now, okay. Now I'm gonna go a little deeper. Now, the Holy Spirit. Let's 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 transfer this to a a drug situation. Okay, I, I'm I've been strung out on drugs. So now, in my baby phase of me getting out of that, God more than likely would not have me go into a crack house or association with people who does that. That that because God knows I'm not yet strong enough right. to endure, and so so that's the baby stage. But now as the as as okay, as the word of God gets inside of me and I increase and in spiritually my spirit starts growing strong. Then he might and he probably you're gonna be tried somewhere. I ain't gonna say he's always that he's gonna do it, but you're gonna be tried somewhere along the way just because of the nature of the beast. Mm-hmm. You know. 
that 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 you might have to associate with somebody, talk with them, interact with them. Because actually, that's all those AA groups and stuff do. Mm-hmm. The people who are leading them are those who are one of the ones used to be out right. there doing it. Right, right. It, it's the same thing. So, so again, understanding God and his nature and how he operates, he more than likely would not have you do that when he's trying to get you strong enough to a point. That you know, but that that it won't affect you. But that's his end goal desire. That the word of God is built up in you so strong enough, in whatever it is that your problematic areas with, that it does no longer influence you. Even when I talked about mothers and children and fathers and relationships and stuff of that nature, God needs and wants and deserves to be first. But he understands, especially through Jesus, how weak we are. So he'll grow us up to that point. Hence, <clears throat> the reason that counseling is such a gifting for me is because the life that I lived, um, you know, my mom was a teenage mom. She was a single mom. You know, my father wasn't there. Those were <clears throat> weaknesses for me or opening open doors for me. And <clears throat> my method of finding... Because I had my own Okay, you're in and out Okay Maybe Can you hear me now? Yeah Okay And you know, my issue, your method for healing was what? My method for healing was to seek counsel. Okay. And I can honestly say my counsel came from Okay, I can't hear you at all. Okay, what about now? Okay, I hear you now. Okay, I don't... Okay. Um, my my issues, um, I, I didn't trust to, you know, anyone to communicate with them. So a lot of the things that I did were thoughts that I rolled through my mind and my heart and my spirit on a regular basis and trying to assess them on my own. And that that's because I didn't trust or didn't trust to talk to other people. But I also sought, you know, counsel with God and just being an over-processor, which is something that I continue to do even today. I, you know, I process, process, and process again. I overthink, overanalyze a lot of things. But again, um, that was such a desire of mine to try to find healing, understanding, and even acceptance of self with the life or the cards that I had been dealt. So <clears throat> it is one of the things that I have a passion for. 
about. And God blessed me, you know, to be able to deal with different things from other people. And that was something I was challenged with, that I felt I was challenged with a lot of the time during my life. So having that sympathy, that same thing that was my fear, that same thing that was my challenge, the same thing that I considered to have brought me so much uh, pain is that same thing that God strengthened me in and equipped me to be able or gifted me to be able to assist other people that that are dealing with or have dealt with the same issue and also just things comparable to that. Is somebody trying to say something? Because we sure, it's like a lot of breaking up. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> I mean, but that that's typical, though. I mean, God, okay. You're only strong as your weakest link. Right. So now, if you turn your weakest link over to God, what he normally does is he'll work with you in that area and arena. And then when he's done, that weakest link is now one of your stronger links. I'm not going to say strong. It's one of your stronger links. And even in one of the books that we were talking, where we read, I think it was the final quest. And he was saying in his vision, he saw those who, where the wounds were that they had suffered, that after they were healed, those wounds were now like badges of honor because they were healed. I mean, it could have been a fatal wound, whatever it was. And, we, you know, again, this is just what he saw. But now that wound was not just healed, but it had interlaced with gold, silver, or whatever that shined, and it was a badge of honor. Right. You know, and, and so that's what God wants. See, once we, again, that's why he says in his word, when you're weak, you're strong. Because once you get to the point, you turn that thing over to him and and let him be God and transform your life and grow up in that area, then you're different. And again, but it doesn't happen overnight. It it, it doesn't. And any in anything in life, like that's it. Ten thousand dollars. I forget. That's what it's like, ten thousand dollars to 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 be an expert in something, whatever it is, or to be good at something. Ten thousand dollars. So that's a. That's exactly why uh, someone over all of these classes, like or or sessions, like a not alcoholic anonymous, narcotic anonymous, experience was the best teacher. Mm. That and you know that experience is the same is very similar to the challenges that God gives you in your life. And I'm going to even say, you know, even though I, 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 I cut grain and gripe about it, but I've gotten to the understanding because of my failures and the struggles that mm-hmm. he he was using all that to put deep inside of me because I, I, I always turn to God for sort right. for strength and help. It's just just I, just what I did. So so he was using that to put inside of me reality of his word and at an right. 
experience level. I didn't understand it, and I don't right. like it. But I recognize it now. Because do understand self-made, not, you know, self-made uh, millionaires, inventors. Believe me, they have failed efforts before yeah. they actually hit it and got it right. Mm-hmm. Countless hours. Countless struggle. Even somebody I was listening to on the radio, I don't even know who it was yesterday, <laughs> she was like, oh, y'all think this is overnight success. Y'all don't know the 15 years of struggle. Right. The, the mm-hmm. years of trying to find money for, for to keep the studio going. The this, that, yeah. us. Mm, I, I How just, many failures they endured in that 15 years. Okay, okay. So... Then that that's why Pam's is how I like. That's why I don't like to hear that. I just I don't want to I don't want to hear that. You yeah. crap. <laughs> so nobody knows more about um, re- being a recovering addict than someone who was previously addicted. Amen. 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 And that's why it's oftentimes viewed upon being difficult to listen to a person who's not experienced what you've experienced because you try to figure out, and your proof of evidence is what again? Mm -hmm. And that's why I hate that phrase, I understand what you're going through. Uh, No, you don't. I have a question, though. Wouldn't it be safe to say that all of us have some type of form of addiction? I don't I wouldn't go as I wouldn't I wouldn't consider that to be safe. I would more along the lines that all of us have um had some form of struggle or failure or testing. Okay, well that's true. But then again, though, too, you know, because at most parts we say the word addiction, we usually think of drugs or alcohol. And that's where normally the mind will go towards those two. But there's more things that others get into, and that's their addiction. That it is true that there are other things to be addicted to, other than drugs or alcohol. Right. But the thing about an addiction is, when you to the point of being an addict and whatever it is, that means you have lost control. And you're dependent upon it. Right. Right. So, so having having struggles. Even when I had to take drinking classes, I didn't even know I was abusing alcohol. I really, I call it partying. They call it abusing alcohol. Like, really? Oh, okay. But I had to use the terminology from what they were talking about. So having struggles, and even in those courses, being chemically dependent upon alcohol, that's when you're addicted. Oh, no, I'm not chemically dependent, but I have abused it. Yeah, I, yeah, I got my party on. That's what we call it. That's what we did. So. 
No, everybody's not addicted. Like she said, people might have struggles. People might have voids in their life, but addicted wings, that you that means you no longer have power or control over it. It has power over you. Right. Things besides alcohol and drugs that you can allow to have power over you. But everybody would not be addicted. People might have struggles. I mean, you, you see people shopping addicts, eat, eaters anonymous, gambling addicts. Right. Food addicts. Right. But what type of addiction, I guess I'll pose this question, what type of addiction does a person have who um, is constantly on hard times and homeless? What type of addiction is that? Would that be classified as? Okay. Well, first off, what was the variable of them being homeless? They depended on somebody else. Was um, what they call, as Sam said, they're partying or they turn up. Did it get out of hand? And that And that is exactly the point. It could be varying reasons that a person is homeless. And if it is a, you can look at a person who has not um, had, mm, theoretically, a person who's not been educated beyond high school. And they Mm -hmm. were just working and they were, for whatever reason, have been laid off, unemployed. You know, they've been very diligent in having job after job after job but then various things could happen um, or could have happened where they're just not employed. They lost a job, the company downsized. What type of addiction would that be classified as? Well, for that right there, it wouldn't be an addiction, but... And that's, that was, what, makes, well, that's what makes the, the statement not applicable. Of course, it all depends, but when you look at it, you know, when we're looking at things on the surface, you're really talking about making an assumption as to why a person is dealing with what they're dealing with. And oftentimes you cannot get past that first layer to even know for sure to make the assumption that it's an addictive problem of any sort. But then that's where you said you got to go in and take the time and talk with the person and get to know. Struggles and addictions are different. They may have some things in common, but that is why I say that it's not a fair statement to say everyone has an addiction of some sort.
Anybody else got any questions, comments, criticism, concerns? Um, well, if not, we're going to prayer request. I'm going to change phones in a minute so I can get her to school. So um, I can start with prayer requests. Okay, Sam, you can go ahead and do Okay. And before you get started, I'm going to tell you, last night I was sitting up, um, I was I was sitting up watching TV, then I realized TV was watching me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was sitting there, and I realized I was asleep, but then, too, I was consciously woke. where I couldn't breathe, or if I tried to wake up, that was just going to be the end of it. Was this a dream, or was this reality? Well, I think it was breaching. I think it was sitting on the fence on it. Oh, you lost me. Huh? Okay, what, what, what happened? Okay, I was sitting up watching TV, and then next thing I know, I was sleep. Okay, so I was sitting there, and I started feeling like I was hard for breathing. Okay, was that reality or was that in your dream? Huh? Was that reality or was that in your dream? Okay, now that, the, 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 the last part of this said that was reality. Okay, because. While I was sitting there, and like I said, I started feeling like I was getting hard for breathing. But then, the feeling come over me that if I made any sudden moves, that was it. I was out of here. Mm. But then I just started. I just, I just started saying Jesus's name. I think I said the name about eight times. Mm-hmm. Out of that, came I came back to myself, and I was able to get up and move on. toward her, but it goes true for all of us. But what's happening with you, 
there are certain spirits that have been associated with you for so long that now as the word is beginning to give you freedom, relief, revelation, etc., they're trying they're losing ground, they're losing strength, so they're trying to keep their position. That that that's that suffocation, that overwhelmingness that you've got. They you know, to make you make you do whatever, but it be out of yourself. This is gonna be the first among many things that you're gonna to begin to experience as as God's word increases in your life. In order for you to go deeper, you have to grow in your discernment. You have to recognize that ain't God. You have to recognize that the Holy Spirit, he's, he's tweaking you more than he ever has before because, for one, you're ready and now's the time. So that heaviness is that spirit or groups of spirits trying to, Stay, hang on, and make you run in self. And it's happening because they're losing ground and the word of God is increasing in your life. Okay. I received that. Amen. Amen. All right, who's next? Me. Me, 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 me. Like alfalfa, me, 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 me. Falasoti. Okay. Oh, you like my humor, huh? Okay, that's all right. I got you. Okay, yeah. Are you available to pray, Erica? Okay. I'm going to pray for you first, Pam, and then I'm going to let Erica pray for you. Okay. All right, I need to go. Mm. Well, what I said for Renee is the same as you, except you're experiencing it differently. You're experiencing it differently. And, and see, we have to understand as a whole, when we have, okay, strongholds, them strong men in our life, those are things that's been beating the hell out of us, and they've been there for they They don't easily let go. They don't easily just get up and just walk away. You know, we've been doing something, you know, even, even in the night, we've been, we've been doing this for 20, 30 years, and all of a sudden I said two prayers, and no, it, it doesn't happen like that. It says in the Bible, Word of God said, how can a, uh, what do you say, a strong man, how can he beat up, I, I forget what, basically, you can't get rid of a strong man unless one stronger than him comes. Hmm. And he said strong man, meaning that this is a stronghold, it's not weak, it's not just a minor thing. These things are built up of, think of a corporation, entity, so you got all these different associated spirits that have formed this grouping in our life. And they have beaten us. It could be whatever. It could be sickness, disease, emotional, physical, soul, whatever. But when it's a strong man, that means the head or heads, you got those who are in charge. They're not trying to let go. And Nate was saying we were ministering somebody something about the stomach being hard. And, and um, that, that's a lot of times where that that's where the entry point is. But to get it back, 
Your your strong and you know as, as you begin to grow, the word of God begins to increase. What normally happens is those smaller spirits. Remember, a corporation you got underlined. There's another going first. Now there can and will be some resistance, and it could be from anything and everybody. And, and the strong man might not go. I'm a total resistance, but a lot of times when you start to encounter that resistance, like what she was saying, it's like somebody was suffocating her. That's that. That's that. That's that manifestation of that spirit trying not to get up out your life. So you are kind of experiencing the same thing, but in a different way from Renee. Even when I talked about it before, I was over there and said, "Well, you know, you got some some inside of your house, and it ain't for me to get rid of it." It's a scenario, you know. So you're even like Felicia. Well, I said when Morgan saw that thing up the house. That was Felicia. Somebody got a lot of reverb or something. So I mean, so like I so you you're experiencing the same thing, but in a different way. But the process is the same. Keep eating, ingesting, and growing in the Word of God. Keep allowing the Holy Spirit to train you and grow you up. Keep letting God be God. And those strong men, they're going to have to let go. They have no choice because, see, the key is this. And that's what Renee did. She called on the name of Jesus. The key is this. You got to defeat it in the Word and through the Word of God. You can't do it in and on your own strength because those who do something in their own strength Sooner or later, their strength is going to fail, even if it's just because of old age. Hmm. So you wonder why people get all of a sudden they get mad and irritable. Well, hell, they've been mad and irritable their whole life, but they pushed it away. But now their natural strength is diminished, and this demon that's been sitting them them things that lay latent now can gain strength again because recognize they don't have a place to go. They're, they when they torment you, that's their relief. So now, when you kick them out, where am I gonna go? So just begin to let the Lord change your understanding of the operations of things in the spirit, and you will increase dramatically. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, I'm about to change phones. You ready, Morgan? Oh, Erica, pray for Pam. Hold on a second. You taking her to the train or to school? To school. Swing by and pick me up, please. Okay. Okay, thanks. Erica, can you pray for Pam? Okay. Good morning <clears throat> again. Good morning. Well, she thought of how she thought of Mokoshara. She did it, she did it, Mokoshara. She did it, he said, did it, Mokoshara. She did it, he said, Mokoshara. She did it, he said, Mokoshara. She did it, he said, Mokoshara. She did it, Mokoshara. She did it, he said, Mokoshara. She did it, he said, Mokoshara. She did it, he said, Mokoshara. 
Shatara Hashira Moko Shatara Koshara Hashira Moko Shira Heshitara Hashitere Moko Shitere Hesara Koshitara Hashira Moko Shara Koshitara Hashitere Moko Shire Tetera Hashara Moko Shatasa Totoro Hoshira Converse Tere Hesire Moko Shata Satara Hashira Moko Shira Converse Tere Hashatasi Kosara Hashira Moko Shara um, I, um, it's still similar to the prayer, you know, that I prayed for you on yesterday. When mm-hmm. you, you're continuing to walk towards the light. Um, and, you know, in this particular um, instance, it's like you're walking, but your head is down like you're looking for something. Mm. Um, and not, you know, not in a weary type of way, but just it, it appears like you're looking down, like you're in case you run across something. So my, um, I would advise that you would look, you know, start looking forward, start looking upward, and that is <clears throat> an indicator that you are looking towards things that are to come. You don't necessarily need to look at look downward at the past at you know um you know the terrain that you're um traveling or what the ground looks like because you're walking towards the light and God is guiding and directing you. So the terrain that you're traveling or the you know what's on the path is not as important as you looking forward and looking upward, you know, towards, you know, what God is leading you. Okay. So, um, you know, the fact of, the fact that you know God is leading and directing you is not, um, well, put it like this, it is more, important than you looking at how you're traveling. Okay. You know that you're traveling, so you need to change your focus on, you know, change your focus from the terrain that you're traveling and focus on where God is leading you. So you're looking to God and you're looking forward to where he's leading you to. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. I receive it. Thank you. Because we have a tendency to, you know, um, you know, look at what we're actually doing while we're doing it, but the thing is you know that you're doing it. And mm-hmm. you know that you're being guided by God and you and also he's, you know, strengthening you to endure it. So you, you know, begin to look forward and look ahead to where you're going. Okay. No, and I and I your vision. You know your sight will be strengthened as well because you know you're able to see things as you approach it. So you still will be able to see what's 
what terrain you're traveling on because you're looking forward. So you see it as you um, are traveling it, but you're not putting all your focus there on the ground, I'm saying, or downward. It's making me think about, you know, I don't know if you've ever taken, like, like dance lessons, and they tell you, don't look at your feet. Mm, mm, yeah. You know, so that's what, you know, that's what it's, it's making me think of. You know, don't look at your feet. Yeah, you concentrate on the wrong thing. You know, if you're concentrating on the terrain, you're, you're not focused. Or you're focused on something that you shouldn't be or something that could lead to a distraction. Because, see, you can miss the things that you're passing while right. you're looking downward. Right. And so there are some things that God wants you to embrace as you, you know, pass by them. There are some things that he wants you to um, pick up along the way. And there, you know, there will also be some things that he wants you to be able to identify that it is just an experience and it is not for you to carry it with you beyond that place, point in time that you're just, you know, passing by or walking through. Okay. And there are even going to be some good things that you want to carry with you, but God wants you just to, you know, experience that in that moment as well because there are going to be some greater things on the course that he, you know, that he says you must take with you. This is what you need. So, you know, sometimes we want to hold on to things because it's good. Mm -hmm. But there are things that are going to be better than the good. So he just wants you to embrace that experience as you're walking through or passing through it. Gotcha. All righty then. Yup, yup. Yes. Well, you can eventually get to me. What? Eh, yeah. What you got? I said you can eventually get to me. Uh, who else want to try? I don't know who else on the line. Dear Pam, dear Renee, who else on the line want to try? Me? Me? Alicia? Oh. Hi, Felicia. Good morning, everybody. How are y'all? I didn't even know you was on the call. She's high. I was, I've been in the background, just kind of listening to off and on. <clears throat> She's been hiding. No. <laughs> Who y'all looking for? Mm-hmm. I said, who are you all looking for? Who I thought y'all was looking for someone, a specific person. Say something. No, we're going to ask who wants prayer. Okay. You want some prayer? Sure. You never have enough prayer. 
Mm-hmm. You there, Felicia? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. All right, let me turn my window because I need you to hear me. Can you hear me? What did you say? Can you hear me? Okay, Felicia, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay. All right, okay. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Like, you know, if you are standing on a beach and you know how you see waves coming towards you? I'm sorry. Alright, you're standing on a beach, you know how you see waves coming towards you? Uh-huh. Now, even if you go to the point let me see, did my door come open or what? Morgan, go see if that door popped open on the back. I heard something. It might have been the tools moving around, but check to see if my door's open. And you might even be standing in the, in the waves. You know how the waves will hit your feet? It's open, it's closed. Okay, good. Okay, so you stand in the water. You know, the waves are coming on your feet, and, and as you're coming, they just keep the waves keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Would that be okay with you? The waves. I'm looking at the waves. And the waves keep getting bigger and bigger. Um, mm-hmm. Would that be okay with me? Yes. And, would that be? Okay? And they're coming towards me. Well, I mean, even you know, some people. Some people even walk out in the water and, you know, just so they can feel the waves on their feet and the water on their feet, and they just stand there. So would that be okay? Is that something you would, you could and wouldn't mind doing? Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind that. You say you wouldn't mind that? No. And if okay. the waves were to get bigger, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. What if you looked up and all of a sudden you saw this tidal wave coming at you? Turn the air conditioner on. He says it works. You saw this tidal wave coming at you. What would your natural reaction be? <laughs> Lord. <laughs> That's it. I mean, there's really, you know, there's really nothing else I could do. I see a tidal wave coming at me. It's basically just Lord, Jesus, Yeshua, you know. I mean, there's no running. It's coming towards me. So it's just me and him. And he'll he'll either let it split and go around me or he'll make sure I don't drown. So let me ask you this. What if you cried out to God like you just said, and he said, daughter, that wave is from me? If it's from him, he'll make sure I don't drown. You think you could actually open up your arms and just let the wave pass through you or go on you or whatever needs to happen? (sighs) 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say I won't feel a certain way about it as it's coming towards me, but, I mean, he says it's from him, then, yeah, I mean, yeah. Because what what I actually see is a wave of prosperity coming towards you. And, and as I saw, like I said, you know, you're standing there. That means he's positioned you where he needs you to be. Man, you know, you don't worry about what's coming towards you, even though it might look terrifying because, like you said, that wall of water coming towards you, that 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 could be terrifying because, you know, that could take you out. And even your natural reaction was, Lord, help me to sure. You cried out to him, but then he responded, it's from me. So he's sending a wave of prosperity towards you. Stand where you're at. Stand firm. Don't run. Keep your position. And I envision you opening your arms and just letting it hit you. That's that's what I see happening in your life. Hallelujah. And it's interesting your responses to the questions. I'm like, wow. Even though initially we just talking about all of a sudden I see a title. Of, my first reaction was like, oh, hell, let me get out of here. That would have been me, but you would have been like, your first was just Jesus. So I was just listening to your response. Ah, shut up, child. But so anyway... So, yeah, that's, 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 that's what's happening in your life, woman, God. So just get ready for the wave. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Today is her big day, right? Uh, for me, no, Nate, no, Nate's next Friday. Oh, it's next Friday. Yeah, next Friday. Okay. Yeah, he said, actually, as of Monday, it's going to be... Everything is on, you know, because they got to get prepared. You know, everything's on happening, but it's going to be next Friday. Okay. Is Morgan's graduation today? Uh, Morgan's graduation. Uh, Cheryl's daughter's graduating today. I don't know. I got to call her, too, because I think they're having something after that. What are they having, Erica? They're having some type of uh, cookout or something at her parents' house. Okay. So yeah, that's happening. I I'll try to get that info. But that's um Cheryl's daughter's graduating today. Morgan's graduating Monday. Um I'm having a barbecue at the house Sunday. Like they I may or may not get it. My my phone is acting real crazy and I probably ain't gonna send out because I gotta literally retype a text and send it to everybody. So I'm, that's what I'm telling people. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I hope nobody get mad, but you know, so hey, I'm sorry. Put it out there while you can. Uh, you can put it out there while you can. I am. I mean, look, look. I, I mean, it's, you know what? And this is my brand new phone. I gotta sit down and call him again. You know, I'm like, you know what? I spent when we got off the mastermind Sunday. I was on a call to about after nine, chatting, typing, this that, and the other. They still can't get the dog off thing to work. So, what phone got, do you have? Uh, I got straight talk, and then when I when I got back and I got new phones and did all this stuff, then I turned in my old phone, and they supposed to give me a new phone. Well, they gave me an option either they would send me a card 
And I could go to the store and get the phone myself, or they would send me a phone. I would just send me the phone. Uh-huh. Uh, you know what? Don't ever do that. Uh, nah. Because the phone that they sent me is not from Walmart. What do you mean it's not from Walmart? It's not a straight talk phone. What do you mean? I, I mean, I'm going back and forth with these people. Like, what? Everything I've done has been through straight talk. Uh huh. They probably sent you a refurbished phone. Well, no, you know what? That ain't my problem. That's what they sent me to. That ain't my problem. So, I'm, anyway, make a long story short, over several hours, I, fi- I finally did get somebody, and we he was the best help that I had, and we went and did a lot of stuff, but it's still not working, so I got to call one more time. And oh, yeah, anyway, I got a phone that I'm still unhappy with. So now this is like the first time that like I, I really appreciate, you know, how you can just go into somewhere and have them look at your phone and, well, you know, have them fix it and give you a new one because it don't happen like that when you're dealing with Walmart or these companies. Right. So would you still have the option to send that phone back to them and for them to send you out of here? Oh, that, that's sometimes yeah. going to be my option. And, no, this is, this phone ain't even my phone. No, sometimes going to be my option. And I don't want some stuff on no discount. Man, say something about a discount. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Something's going to be. The phone ain't my phone. It's not my fault. It don't work. Okay. They look, not only did I get, they, they sent me a phone, then I had to go get a, 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 a chip. That was $60. I'm like, they Wait. get you. Wait a minute, hold it. So for their, so their connection chip to their towers, it was $60? What's, what's, what's the chip that you on um, with your phone numbers? Or, the SIM card. SIM card, right. The SIM card. The SIM card. And then they're going to try to tell me that wasn't Walmart. I bought a straight talk SIM card. I'm like, I was so pissed. Damn. So, Link, okay, what is all the stuff it takes to if it's it's not straight talk? What did you say, Renee? Okay, so what did they, who did they say that this stuff was hooked up to since it's not hooked up to Walmart straight talk? Well, when I finally got to the point that I got somebody to talk with, me and him, we did a chat, you know, an online chat, and he was the only one who finally could get me and started walking me through a lot of operations on the phone. And when we did it, it still didn't work. Matter of fact, right now it's even worse because at one point I could um, at least message, like, several people. I couldn't do it like a large group, but I could probably do seven, eight people at a time. You know, now I can't do two people. I can't receive uh, pictures. And if you receive, like, if you send me a group text, I can't download it. Oh. So it's kind of like the same story with my other phone. Well, my other phone, I had dropped it, beat it, and all. So I was like, yeah, well, you know. And it was older. But this one, not this phone ain't all, a month old, so. Okay. But because um, I know Straight Talk isn't going through its own it's actually oh, Verizon. Really? Yeah, it's actually straight oh. from Verizon. It's actually Verizon. Okay. Okay. Okay, so that was your phone that was talking about Verizon customers. No, that wasn't Early. my phone. I was on the house phone. No, that was the house phone I was on there, so it wasn't me. You said that was on the house phone? Yeah. When I, most of the time when I'm on the prayer call, I try to do the house phone. It's easier for me to manage. Okay.
Huh. So, I call myself being funny. He probably sent you something that's for Verizon phone, but then just had it the wrong portal. You said what? I said, okay, so since Verizon is there... Is 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 there is 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 there a strong company? Yeah, the carrier. Yeah, Verizon is a straight talk cell carrier. Right. So somebody wound up probably wound up sending you something that should have been under a Verizon account. Well, was there? Well, like Morgan said, uh, the phone. First of all, the phone came from from Mexico because she had to program it to speak English, and like Pam uh-huh. said, it's, re, it's refurbished. You know what? Whatever. I want a phone to work. And I'm at the point, no, I'm not. Uh, you either give me a new phone or give me my money back or fix it. I, you right. know. So I'm going to probably end up with a new phone. That's what more than likely is going to happen. And I'm going to get the money and I'm going to go to Walmart and buy me a phone. But I'm not going through all this crap. Okay. So they're going to do something to accommodate me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's what's going to happen. Now, how it's going to happen Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. <laughs> more, more, I'm going to have to cuss them out in tone, and then they're going to be real scared because they don't know what the hell I'm saying. <laughs> Maybe somebody that does understand what you're doing, but not mess with him. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, who else wants prayer? Me. I got Excuse me. Erica? Oh, okay. All right. Well, Felicia, you want to start with Erica and then I'll pray? You said me? Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh. Good morning, Miss Erica. How are you? Good morning. I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. Did you receive your encounter on the way here? Huh? Did you have an an encounter with anybody on the way here? Did I have an encounter? I'm thinking not. No. No? Okay. Okay. Good. Good, good, good. All right. So, Father God, we come right now for Erica. We thank you that she had both journeys here, Father God. We thank you that she gets to have a vacation right now. Lord, we just thank you that you provided her with everything she needed to take these days off to come and support um, your daughter who's graduating from high school and going to her to her level in her life. Thank you for letting her be able to come and celebrate without incident. Father, as she as she uh, visits, we ask the Lord that you would give her peace and spirit, soul, and body, that as she gets her rest, she rejuvenate, you rejuvenate her, you re-energize her, you give her a new outlook, letting her see every situation and circumstances issue at home from this vantage point on the outside looking at it, you know, from from this distance and seeing everything that needs to be seen from your eyes and not hers. Father, we ask that as she's away, 
let every wagging tongue be silent so that nothing can be nothing can come against her and prosper so that um that where she's not able to defend herself because the enemy likes to come in the in the darkness and in the absence of light to cause confusion, doubt and fear. So we place within her place in her area of employment, even in her family, where she's absent in body, Lord, put your Holy Spirit there as a holy place where no darkness can come in and try to take over. And Father, we just thank you that you will watch over her and keep her spirit, soul, and body, keep her protected from all hurt, harm, and danger while she's here, seed and unseed. And Lord, we just thank you for her presence in on this call. We thank you for the wisdom that she bestows, and we thank you for the knowledge that you have instilled within her to share. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen. 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 Hello. Yeah. Okay, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Mm. Mm. Hey Felicia, where are you at? I'm at home. Can you like stop out of my house for a little while? Uh sure. Where? Um, well, I'll probably be back within the next half, and now I'm dropping Morgan off, and then, um, picking Pam up, then I'll be back home. Uh, I can be there about 12.30. What time is it now? 11 o'clock. It might be sooner. I'm just giving myself the wiggle room, but... I think because uh, we're getting ready to be getting ready now, so yeah. Probably okay. Soon, but yeah. Okay. Well, I, I tell, I'll tell you what we'll do because I don't know what anything gonna be till I get back. If necessary, uh, can we like you? Will you be free to talk? Yeah. Huh? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Because me, you, and Erica need to um do some things. Okay. Yeah, same way I feel. <laughs> oh. You play too much. You do. You play too much. I did that this with you. I did you. Okay. Okay. Oh, well, that's my plan for you, Erica. So now next. <laughs> it's like really. Really? Hey, well, well, I'm going to put out a prayer for all the ladies on this line coming together tomorrow for the good and the welfare of Morgan going into her next chapter. Okay? 
Hello, can you still hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, I can't make it tomorrow. Uh, one of my customers had passed away. I do believe she was in her 90s. And um, they're having her services tomorrow, so I won't be able to make it over to Morgan State tomorrow. But um, with the rest of the ladies coming together to touch and agree, um, for, on the behalf of Morgan Farley, I'm praying, I'm praying to Jesus that you all have safe travels coming in. I also pray good prayers over you all, which I know you're going to give her a sound word and let you know that she is well loved and that there is open arms for her if she ever should stumble or fall or have a question or have something coming her way that being a distraction. I also pray that the word that's being placed at that time falls on good ground and it feeds everybody spiritually a good diet. That is also where we see and I pray 10,000 angels myself for directing her, for keeping her focused and in line, and also for her to go ahead and to be a spiritual warrior onto a new path and ground for what she's about to go into. All in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, Sam, you got the floor again. Okay, anybody else want prayer? Oh, LaShawn wants prayer. Lisa sent me a text. Um, her faith, her health, marriage, and finance. Uh, who's that? LaShawn. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs>
stand firm in his promises. Stand firm. This is when your relationship with God proves itself to be greater than anything else. And it can only prove itself to be greater if you stand and stand there for So encourage yourself in the word. Encourage yourself in the word. Even more so, allow the Holy Spirit show, to show you how to be encouraged by him. How to let the word of God get deep inside of your spirit, soul, and body to penetrate you. So that you can ride this storm out because you're in a storm. You're in the storm. The winds are wind, whirling against you. Things are pressing. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's okay to cry. It's okay to scream. You're going to have those moments of that anguish. Jesus will. Jesus got mad. But as everything needs to be under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, you must learn how not to let your emotions overwhelm you, how not to be led by them. Your emotions must be subjected to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. And also through that leadership of the Holy Spirit, he will show you, okay, it's okay for you to cry now. It's okay for you to scream now. You can't cry and scream all the time like you might want to. He'll show you. He'll give you periods of moments. Don't feel that you're weak or discouraged because you cried or you. And even if you miss it, don't feel don't feel that it's over. No, 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 no. You got loving God. He has spoke things, showed you things, and taught you things that. That mm, mm, mm. you know He's real to you. Yes, yes, yes. You know He's real to you because He's your God. See, that's when you can get personal with Him. <laughs> Just stand strong, be be strong, be courageous, be not dismayed. Dismayed means that sudden fear, that sudden overwhelmingness. That's that when the enemy just just slips up on you and does something all of a sudden. Don't fall into that either. Stand strong and let God finish what he started in your life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Prince is Tony, you know, in his health situation. Tony. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all know now. Erica's trying to beat me, but anyway. So I have seen him walking around in crutches and maimed or whatever. That's because Erica, you know, she, she did some stuff to me. So. You deserve oh. it. And Lisa wants prayer also. All these roaches hiding in the background. Wow. Okay. You know how a roach hides on the wall like he ain't there? I don't move. Nobody see me. Oh, okay. I had to ask because I just got cut off, so I just jumped back on. Stuff like that is why he going to get beat before I leave Chicago. You know what? And I, I applaud you for all that you do. 
Last night I wasn't rushing it. <laughs> so, he, so he could just anticipate it between now and the time I leave Tuesday. Get off and get to your house on Sunday. 
I said, traveling on the 362, where would I get off to get over to the house on Sunday? You know, on the 352, that's awesome, right? Oh. Hello, how you doing? You want to get up with? I'm going to have to call you back, and I'll uh, get the direction. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, I'm, I'm losing you. I know you want to go somewhere. I don't know where you're trying to go. Okay, I was trying to make it over your house on Sunday for the barbecue. Oh, at 111th Street. Uh huh. Yeah, 111th. It takes you 352 to get on right at 111th House. Okay. And then the bus will take you if you want to walk or you take the bus, but it's right from there. Okay. Okay. You there, Lisa? She's still online. She she might have been. Can you find out if Lisa's still online or not? She's listening. Uh Uh-huh. She's listening. She's with you? I think she's listening. Oh, okay. That's all I need to know. All right. Yeah. Okay. Sharon, boy. Sharon, nigga. Go say, shit, 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 go Okay. So, like, I was watching Pixels. And basically, Pixels was based on, um, you know, all the video games back in the days. But, you know, like in most of the video games that we have, it's like, you know, you're fighting, you're warring, but then you get to this point that you you, you defeat some of the enemy uh, or you get to a certain point that you could have an opportunity to get hold of this pellet or this extra ship or whatever it is, and then that gives you, gives you your added advantage. It's your superpower. And, and that's where I see you're at. Right now, you're walking this wall. Might be crawling. You're fighting. And you, you're going to feel outnumbered, outweighed, outgunned, but you keep fighting. It's a fight to bull. Ooh. It's a fight to rid you of your soul life to rid you of yourself and to walk in the spirit and to trust his word and his relationship and his leadership. So you will feel outgunned, outweighed, outnumbered, but you keep fighting because after you've gotten to that point, then you will get your superpower. Then you will get that strength. Then you will get that help that is needed. It's just like with me, with one of the things I'm on again, off again, deal. He ain't never tell me I couldn't have it. But I have gone one way after another, after another, after another. It's like, okay, well, what you going to do? You going to trust me or you going to quit? I never said you could not have it. Yes, I see everything that he showed me about why I need it. He told me, yeah, you're right. But he also told me, 
then I can have it, but it's gonna it's gonna take me to another level. It's gonna have to go through some things. And so that's what he said. Yeah, he's showing you this. He's showing you that, and you can get all that he's showing you. But in order for you to obtain it, it's gonna cause you to go through some transformations, and that's the growth. That's the direction, and that's the path that he has you set upon. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Somebody say amen, for. <laughs> amen. Oh, come on, now. Somebody stand in the cafe and sister and say amen. 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 Oh, All right, anybody else? What is this? All right. Anybody else want to pray? Anybody else want to pray? Anybody else want to pray? Go on to it. All righty, well, y'all can pray for me and then we out of here. All right. I'll go first. I'll go first. So, Father God, we thank you for this man of God, and we thank you for all the levels and dips and valleys that you have seen him through. We thank you because without you, he would have lost his mind. Without you, so many things that, could have happened, didn't. So we just thank you that you have stood up for him, that you have stood in for him, that you have stood in front of him when the enemy tried to come against him like a flood, and you made everything split and divide. You made everything weaker. So by the time it got to him, it it was not as bad as it could have been. We thank you for all the the grace and mercy that you have had bestowed upon him through his for his finances and for his house. We thank you for the peace of mind that sometimes he doesn't see, but that you give him the peace of mind that um, he has wiggle room, that he has space to breathe, that, that you are working things out in his favor behind the scenes, oh God. And we just thank you in advance for all the preparations that you do for him seen and unseen. Lord, we just thank you that you keep him protected from all hurt, harm, and danger. We thank you that you have kept him from sickness, illness, disease, infections, and plague. We thank you that you have guided him spiritually, mentally, and physically out of all things because you said you will lead us out of temptation as long as we're paying attention to your voice. And so we thank you that he's able to listen and obey your leading. Lord, we ask that as we go forward, as he goes forward into this weekend, Lord, there's so much that he's doing, oh, God. And we just ask that you will just watch over and protect him, keep his mind from being distracted so that he's able to still hear your voice as you lead him through all the activities and and um all the activities that's going on this weekend, oh Lord, we ask that as he watches his daughter um, end a chapter of her life, oh God, that he has seen and nurtured and seeded, that he sees um, that he sees 
everything that needs to be done to prepare her. Um, because even at the end of the day, Father God, we can't give them everything, but we can give them all that we have when we see it. So let him see what he needs to bestow upon her as she goes into her next chapter of life. And, Lord, just prepare his heart and prepare his mind for that for this moment so that um, even though he says he's ready, we all know different. And so, Lord, we just ask that you will watch over and keep him. And his daughter, we ask that you will watch over and keep her as she closes out this last chapter of this portion of her life, oh, God, that, you know, that she looks back and even through all of the irritations and even through all the sadness and even through all the trials that she went through, that she has, that she sees the strength that she has obtained and that she understands all that you have bestowed in her, that she is ready for this next level without any reservations. And we just thank you that you will watch over his mother, his father, and his seven degrees of separation, keeping them so that he will not have to worry. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen. 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 You can. Okay, Sam. This is a prayer for you and Morgan. Yeah, yeah. Prayer for you and Morgan. You know that you are with them, you're always with them. But now comes a part of the separation. Lord, I pray for protective angels for both Sam and Morgan, the separation. I pray for them to stay fast and welcome in your word. For they know the trust and know how to fall back on your words to to bypass the distraction. So show spiritual muscles that they have to you and you and them in order to be victorious through this next level that they both are partaking in. In the name of your son Jesus, I pray, amen. 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 The call is probably going to cut off in a few minutes. Amen. Everybody have a blessed day. Thanks for coming for me.